We are absolutely on fire here on the Bet Like Mike Show. Not literally, uh, figuratively, metaphorically on fire. Our picks crushing it right now on the Bet Like Mike Show, windailysports.com. Welcome into another show. Uh, Mike North, a five and one day between us. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. And three and zero for you, John. Congratulations on another summer day. I'm just trying to keep up with you. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the aged gunslinger. Uh, yeah, I got a new gunslinger in town, showing your wares. We know that this won't last forever. We know that we'll turn the other way. We were just discussing eventually. It before. Yeah. Eventually, every pick we're making, you feel confident now. You're making those picks. You're saying, you know what? I I, I just like this game. I like that game. I've been down this road 20, 30 times in my life where you can't lose. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, you're going, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? <laughs> what am I going to do? And so, then, yeah, you're you're criticizing every little pick you make. Oh, yeah. When you're in one of those bad streaks. Overanalyzing. Oh, yeah. Listen, it's the best 20-minute show, folks. Check out everything that's around the board here. Like I always say, if you're not following one daily sports, if you're not following Johnny Jansen, one of the hottest handicappers in the business office, buddy Mike North, who put together a five and one. I was two and one last night. I came up with that Brooklyn game. I know that you had a, a tough game with Denver and then eventually worked out. I had a, two overtimes later, it worked out. <laughs> I'm giving 12 and a half to the Celtics and they're right there the whole night. I mean, uh, the, yeah. the striking distance. Uh, Durant would have a couple minutes of offshoots, yeah. but these guys are just too good. Uh, we'll get to the picks and everything in 15 minutes, folks. You know, if you've been listening, it's a 20 minute listen. And we've been doing well. We appreciate all the support. But if you don't want to listen 20 minutes for four, five, six picks that are going to win you money, then I have nothing. I got nothing for you. Uh, And I have something for LeBron James today, okay? Uh, LeBron James walked off the court last night with five minutes left, and everybody's glossing over it. He said that he needed treatment. They're not playing for two, three days. He couldn't wait five minutes to get treatment. He's a deserter. He can't take it. He can dish it out, but he can't take it. He's not Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan never walked off on his team. And the reason I say Jordan is because that's who they try to put this guy up with. He was a minus 24 last night. He did say, we got our asses kicked. He didn't say they got their asses kicked because that's what they are to LeBron James. His plan didn't work. And other people have adopted his plan, like the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. And, and, and I give Phoenix, for doing it right, all the credit in the world. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Okay. LeBron thought he had it all planned out. But the problem is, John, he's had trouble attracting free agents. Anthony Davis went there. He won his title last year, which is a, a joke. The bubble thing is a joke now after you're seeing what's really happening. And that, doesn't, and that goes for the Dodgers, too. If L.A. wants to win sports championships, maybe you need half seasons. Because the Lakers are done. If people think they're coming back, maybe they will. But down the line, they're done. They're going to get beat somewhere, somehow. But nobody making a big deal about LeBron James just walking off on his teammates with five minutes left. Where I come from, you're a scumbag for doing that. I don't care what you're decorated with. You're a deserter. You leave your team. You leave your foxhole. That's what you are. That's why I've never been his biggest fan. He's a front runner. He's got to have the. He's got to have a team that's stacked. And when he doesn't, he can't sit for five more minutes. And then they give the excuse, John. Well, he's going for treatment. You got three days off, son. You got three days off, and you can get treatment around the clock. You couldn't sit for five minutes. 
period. Yeah, I'm 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 a weird one. I always stuff like that doesn't bother me, and I'm not Wait, sure why. You know if the co-host left your show five minutes early if you were having a bad show and left you to hold the bag. Well, if the if the co-host wasn't going to be, it, it's a little different because if the co-host wasn't going to be participating or not playing, no, no, obviously no, no, I would no. let him. I, I would I, let him go. You don't need to stay there and, and watch. Former, me. If the co-host is a superstar, former, right. whatever you want to call him, if he's well known, if he's a superstar. In other words, if you're in a fight, you're all for a guy. If you're getting your ass kicked, leaving on you, regardless of what what the outcome's going to be, you're all for a, maybe a tough friend of yours who's won fights before, leaving you to get your ass kicked and just well, saying, yeah. I, don't, I don't need you. Well, yeah, I, well, no, I, I'm, I think LeBron James wasn't going to play. He decided to leave. You know, I'd, and I, I know, I know, I know with me, I always get more out of you, John. This, this guy's the top, I, this guy is compared to the top pros in basketball. Oh, yeah. And all due yeah. respect to you, I respect everything that you do. But neither one of us is on that kind of level, and neither one of us props themselves up to be a top five greatest player. And in the army, if you do what he did, Regardless, that's desertion. That's desertion, regardless if you have commendations. So it isn't all right with me. If it's all right with you that a teammate makes you makes you sit there and take the blame while you walk in and then the nonsense to get treatment, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 one that I, I like when athletes, you know, can wear their emotions on their sleeve. And I get more of a story from that. I get more of of a human element of that, of this these players being, you know, I guess robotic or just giving us the, the same answers of LeBron James were just to sit on the sideline and do nothing. I felt like I got something out of that. LeBron looked frustrated and I, you know, I get a story out of it. I get right. And and yeah, that could definitely be. Absolutely. He was it's almost like it's almost like the the Tom Brady thing, not shaking hands. Like I I have no problem yeah, but he with finishes it. the game, right? Don't but it's on the bench. It's it's I don't get frustrated with anything like that because it's just I'm getting more of a story and I'm getting and more really of what this person thinks. Because I'd be afraid you'd think it's okay to leave me. <laughs> well, I don't ever I don't ever want to be in the foxhole. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you something. I was in the service. I was a military policeman. I worked confinement. You know who was in our own jails? Our own guys that went AWOL and quit on their on their troops. It's not okay in my world. If it's okay in your world, then we'll move on. That's just a difference of philosophy. My philosophy is you stick with your team to the end. And if somebody told me, if I'm a program director, that I might leave early sometimes because I'm frustrated, or if I'm if if a, a guy told me it's okay if my partner leaves early. That's unacceptable, especially when you're in his ilk. He looks bad today, but most people under 40 and on, on the sports center, they're not saying it. They're not saying it. But believe me, folks, there have been people that have quit on their teams and gotten destroyed over the years. But they give LeBron James, like John, a free pass because of the past. He's as good as he was last night, a minus 24 who left his team with five minutes left. Couldn't sit for five minutes. That's why not everybody wants to play with him. Yeah, anymore. that's part of it. The, the, the Lakers looked bad last night. Um, they they didn't have anything. Because they looked horrible. Yeah, he, he was. was minus he, he didn't look great. The team didn't look great. Uh, everything. I mean, it all it all looked horrible, and he he did as well. I uh, yeah, like we. It, it's kind of as we were talking about yesterday. That's. Mm -hmm. 
he's not Kate. I don't know if he's capable of, no. of doing this anymore. You know, no, being able to lead a team this bad. No, I, I just I'll don't think he's. You. He could say next year, I'll play for you for nothing. I said, we don't take deserters here. We don't take quitters. He quit on his team last night, regardless. And and the time, and, the, and we talked about this yesterday. He didn't get back the game before numerous times. A lot of four on threes, five on fours. He's quit. He's quit. And he quit this year from the beginning. And now that his guy, his best laid plans didn't work, he is where he is. So I'm not in that camp. You quit on me, I got no use for you. Okay, let's go to Lou Gehrig, who never quit. Today's ALS day, okay? We were talking about this Lady Osaka yesterday. I, I just wonder if she, there's going to be a fundraiser for Steve McMichael. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Steve McMichael's, uh, John. He I think I've been five bears. Okay, He's got yeah. Gehrig's disease. Yeah. And he was at a fundraiser with Mark Eaton, by the way, who passed away uh, on a, in a bicycle accident. Jim McMahon, a bunch of people at a fundraiser. He has, he's 130 pounds. He used to be 240. He's shriveling away to nothing. And he didn't ask for this. But what does he do the other night? He gets rolled in on a wheelchair, so frail. So, Rick Flair was there. Everybody attended that. Is anybody in there? Mike Ditka. And he said, it's going to take more than this to get me, baby. Guy's got Lou <laughs> Gehrig's disease. Then I got to listen to Osaka about mental illness. That's real illness, folks. I mean, not that mental illness isn't, but if you ask anybody, would you rather have a little bit? Would you rather be a little touched and get it straightened out? Or would you rather have Lou Gehrig's disease when you're when you're early sixties? Or would I'm, th that's what I'm talking about? I can't watch people go, "Oh, poor me," when another guy comes in and goes, "I'm going to fight this." When everybody knows the last thing you want, John, as a male, but anybody is Lou Gehrig's disease. It is the worst yeah. disease going. So I give him all the credit in the world, and. And to the, all the bleeding hearts out there, take a step back. It could be worse. It could be worse. I seen, I seen a grown-ass man, the weight of my wife almost. She's lighter still. She's slim. But this is Steve McMichael. So I want everybody to say prayers today for Lou Gehrig and the disease that he has helped battle that I don't know if there'll ever be a, a cure for, John. You know, yeah, un unfortunately, that's uh, that's one that's gonna be gonna be tough. It seems like so. Uh, hopefully someday, but yeah, it's just trying to trying the best we can, I guess, right now to help out. Yeah, all we can with do. All we do is we, we with all these diseases, whether it's breast cancer, whether it's heart disease. I mean, we've given my wife and I, and many millions have given to charities. I remember uh, MS used to be untreatable, you know, and now it is. Other cancers. Brian Piccolo died of a cancer that, back when he died, killed 95% of the people that got it. It's not like that anymore. It's a lot better. So things have gotten better in certain areas. But if you get Lou Gehrig's disease, knock on wood, nobody gets that. That's the one thing, as a, as a person, you should be terrified of over anything. Because it just takes you down mentally, physically. And then you see a guy in a wheelchair going, going I'm going to keep fighting. And we talked about courage yesterday. That's courageous. And then to go to a fundraiser when you know you might have months to live, that's courageous. 
Now, he says he's not going to make any public appearances. There is um, something for Steve McMichael coming on in Chicago. Let me read this if I can find it. I'll try to read it before I uh, mm-hmm. I was going through it yesterday with a buddy. Uh, Fred Huebner is going to be uh, doing it. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, here it is. Don't forget, this Saturday, we are raising money for our guy, Steve McMichaels. He battles ALS. Come on out to Mongo McMichaels in Romeoville. This is for the Chicago folks. Around 3 o'clock for an afternoon of music and love for number 76. See you there. It's got months to live. And I'm hearing millionaires walking off courts and 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 and, and not being able to take questions from reporters. Because that, there's a definite change of attitude that has to take place. Now, Bob Baffert. Did you know? Oh, Bob Baffert. Medina Spirit is going to be stripped of the Kentucky Derby win. Came in with the second test. This is a guy who blamed everybody from the jockey. Now he didn't blame the jockey to the trainer urinating in the hay. Where he, I mean, he looked absolutely ridiculous. And Bob Baffert, in many people's opinion, was considered the best trainer in in horse racing. Well, he got the best horses. I've always said, go go down and get a horse out of the, a carriage horse and make him into a Kentucky Derby winner. You can't gets the best horses, but he's cheated four or five times. He's had his so where does this put him? He's not the best trainer anymore, especially now that he's had a second failed test. Where would you put Bob Baffert right now? I know that we're not horse racing aficionados, but everybody right. knows Bob Baffert. He's the guy with the sunglasses. He's the cool dude, but he's also a multiple-time cheater. Right, and that has to be dealt with. I mean, I think the past successes, obviously, we can look at and, and note them as accomplishments, but right now, he's a cheater, and he can, it's it's happening. This is all happening in a span of like a year and a half, too, right? Like, this has all been recent, so if he well, can't get it together... In the past, and he's beaten somebody. He's also had a couple of them, one in Arkansas and stuff like that. Right. It, it, there there have been a, a lot bad. recently. So, I mean, if it keeps happening, this guy obviously does not want to change his ways, and is getting worse. Like, I, at this point, I don't know how you can continue to keep him, you know, in the sport or as a trainer if, if this is going to continue the way it has and escalate yeah. the way it has. Now, he wasn't invited to the Belmont. I don't think he'll be gone. Yeah, I don't think he's there. I think he banned from the Derby, I think, too, wasn't he? I think he well, was banned from the Kentucky Derby. The Derby. Right. And he well, won. I think after after this, after right. After, but after this now. He said yeah. he wasn't banned from the Preakness. He's banned, but he did go. He knew yeah. what was going to happen here. Yeah, I think. He yeah, looked, I think he, he saw the writing on the wall. John, Absolutely, Johnny. Don't you think he looked foolish when he said the guy? He came up with four different answers, and then finally, the one he came up with, which was everybody said, even horse racing people said, "You're honestly going to blame a groomsman for pissing in the hay." No groomsman would piss in the hay of the horse that they're doing yeah to do to do that media blitz and not have any answers and just to go with anything off of the top of your head was ridiculous i cannot believe he still did that that is still one of the worst pr moves and media blitzes (laughs) i've ever seen somebody do he had no answers and literally had nothing to talk about he just wanted to go on there and just say i didn't do it (laughs) when you can't when you can't get out of something okay don't just yell and say you didn't do it maybe you want to come up with a little bit of you know what happened evidence but um just screaming at the top of your lungs i didn't do this thing uh that doesn't work apparently no that doesn't work very much (laughs) and by the way uh it's going to be a great nba playoffs i know that people will want to see lebron uh but i don't think that's going to happen i think he's going to be done but uh great job last night with the picks and now it's time to make picks this is the fastest 20 minutes folks 
When I tell you the fastest 20 minutes in sports, I mean it. Okay. Uh, you go first, Mr. Undefeated. Oh, man. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll stick with. No, no. I'm going to go NBA. And uh, this one may be a little bit of just it's, it's tugging on my heartstrings because I love this team. But uh, I actually do think they win tonight convincingly and cover the six. Uh, I'm taking the Sixers tonight, six-point favorites against Washington, even without Embiid. This is still a much better team. And just looking at the past, I mean, and what's happened in the regular season the past couple of years and even um, in the playoffs, they play very well at home. And it's going to be 100% capacity. I think the Sixers feed off of that en- energy. I think they play well. Uh, Tobias Harris has a big game, and I think the Sixers cover the six. Beautiful. And by the way, folks, I mean, he's won like seven out of eight or something insane. <laughs> All right, so for when John Jansen... As I like the calm, Johnny J. He's tearing up. Johnny J. Ever <laughs> since I gave him that name, he can't lose. He just needed a little prodding. Not that he couldn't pick before, but this is superstar stuff. That's why you tune into the best 20 minutes in show business. Um, what are the Knicks tonight? They're playing Atlanta, I believe. One and a half point favorites. They're going to probably be minus two by the beginning of the night. You get one. Could be, yeah. In fact, I got it here at two right now. I'm taking, you know, I hope it goes down. I'll take the one and a half. I'm taking New York in, in, in what I consider an upset tonight. I would consider a, the Knicks winning, even beating Atlanta. I, I consider it an upset. Yeah, I think I, I think, I, I I think now. I feel good about them. I'm taking exactly. the Knicks. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think even though the, the Knicks are the favorite in the books, I, I think the public is kind of all over the the, the Hawks right now, thinking they're better. Uh, I'll go with one more NBA game. This one's tough because I'm doing it because I think Grizzlies are are fatigued at this point. They've been they've been battling, and I want to give all the credit in the world to the Grizzlies and John Morant. They've been battling and battling, uh, but I every step of the way, Utah just seems a little bit too much and overwhelming. Uh, so I, I think Utah here smells the blood in the water. They want to finish this right now, and they do it in a convincing way. And I'll take them laying the nine and a half. That's very good. I got I got no opinion on that game, but I would be lean. <laughs> In your way, John. Now, there you go. I don't know if Johnny, we don't plan this. We don't know what we're going to talk about. I'll put something out on Twitter. If Johnny sees it, sometimes he sees it. He's busy. Busy. I mean, the other day he was looking for something for, to bet with me. And, you know, he's a young kid. <laughs> he was ready to throw me a waffle iron. I mean, anything we could do. I'm glad we didn't do it. Do you have a waffle iron? I could use a waffle iron. My, I'll see. I'll, I'll look around the house. <laughs> there, there you go. My baby will send you a waffle iron. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me your number. All right, here's another one. Tampa Bay, be send John a waffle iron. Yeah, <laughs> and a and a and a and a card. Now, now I feel bad. I didn't even. Right. I didn't I'm mean to make her work. You know what? I have a waffle iron. I haven't eaten waffles for twenty years, so enough is enough. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to New York Yankees. Uh, minus the one uh, twenty-eight. Tonight yeah. against Tampa Bay, uh, they're under a little bit of pressure. They lost over the weekend to the Detroit Tigers. That's never good. Uh, it's baseball, though, and it's got no rhyme or reason. So I'm taking the New York Yankees uh, as a favorite tonight. John, you got any more? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm going to yeah, take yeah. I'm going to take uh, Colorado Moneyline, a very good home team. Uh, I do like Antonio Sensatella, especially yeah. at home. Uh, Sens- Senzatella. Is he a uh, he's a, well, he's a solid pitcher. I just don't know oh, why this pitcher. is. 
I don't know why this is even money, uh, close to about even money for both teams, and the Rangers a slight favorite when Jordan Lyles is on the mound. I, I think it's a pretty much even bad pitching matchup. I would lean Sensatella a bit more, but the Rockies are very good at home, and I just love taking that. Uh, so minus 104, I think, is a good play. And I will have to, to look on this a little bit, but I will be looking to maybe take the Padres. That's not a bet here. That That's one you'll probably have to see in my Twitter account. I have to figure out why they're plus 108. I know the Cubs are playing well. Uh, but this doesn't seem like a really good pitching matchup for them. So I have to look into it a little bit more to see why it is priced that way. You know what? I got the Cubs. Do you? Okay. Cubs in this game. So let's go over what everybody has. You go on first, first, my friend. Yeah, I took the Sixers laying the six points, Jazz laying nine and a half, and I'm taking the Rockies on the money line at minus 104. I got the Cubs. I got the Yankees. Did I pick somebody else? Oh, yeah, and the New York Knicks. Yes, and the Knicks. Yeah. I might have left one out. Who knows? I played golf this morning. I was going to leave. Hey, early. there you go. I was having a bad round. I was going to desert my team, but I decided to stick around and gut it out. That's what I anyway, was doing. Anyway, the fastest 20 minutes in sports. In fact, we went over a little bit today, but that happens. We had a lot of topics. So long, everybody. Love you, Johnny.